0: Hi, this is Jamie Crawford with Breakthrough Ministries. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. We'd like to welcome you to our Wow God podcast. I'm here with Pastor Ron Bruner at Kingfisher First Assembly of God in Kingfisher, Oklahoma. We are answering questions people have about the Bible. We are in part nine of all of these questions. I just want to welcome you today, Pastor Ron. And would you tell us, what is our question
1: today? It is great to be with you uh, for this podcast again today, Pastor Jamie. And our question today is, is how do I change my attitude <laughs> and this is, a, this is a question that I love really to answer. Uh, it took me a lot of years to figure out how to do this. <laughs> so your attitude, though, Pastor Jamie, is based on your point of view. Ooh. That's the that's something that our listeners need to get a hold of. Your attitude is based on your point of view. And I'll give us an illustration of this just right off this morning. The, king, the story between King Saul and David in 1 Samuel chapter 24. You know, King Saul viewed David as his enemy because the people of Israel loved David because he had killed the giant. King Saul believed that David, notice what I said, he believed That David was trying to undermine him as king and take his kingship. But this was not at all true. It was just Saul's point of view about David. So Saul tried to hunt down David and kill him until one day, as Saul and his army was chasing after David and his men, David and his men had hidden in a cave. Saul decided to take a rest, and guess where he went? Into the same cave that David and his men were hiding deep in the cave. David quietly came upon Saul in the cave, he did not kill him. he cut off a piece of his robe and afterward, after Saul had took his rest and left the cave and was a great distance away, David came out and shouted at Saul and told Saul, "Look at your robe and he saw that a piece had been cut off, and David had that piece in his hand and That day Saul realized that David was not trying to kill him. And that caused Saul really to change his attitude because uh-huh. he realized that David was not trying to kill him. And you can read all about that in 1 Samuel 24, 17 through 18. So let me say it again. Our attitude is determined by our point of view. That's good. Give us. Let me give you another um, just example of this. And this in here, Pastor Jamie, really allows us to see something. If our point of view is incorrect... It allows us to see how wrong we are. Mm. When we look up at the sky, we say that the sun is moving through the sky. Mm -hmm. However, we all know that that is totally wrong. From our point of view, the sun is moving through the sky. But the opposite is really, of course, happening. It's Mm -hmm. the earth that's rotating around the sun. That shows us how wrong our point of view can be. That's good. And that's when our point of view is wrong, that's what produces a bad attitude in Mm. us. Is that right there is our point of view. So the question we have to ask ourselves a lot of times is, will you allow your circumstances to make you miserable? Or are you going to make the best of where you are? That's good. And we see this over and over really again in Scripture. You know, Paul, the Apostle Paul, spent years in prison, but he made the best of a bad thing. He wrote letters to the churches, and today the letters he wrote make up part of the New Testament. In prison, Pastor Jamie, he wrote Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. Mm -hmm. They were all written from prison. See, Paul didn't sit around and feel sorry for himself with a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Instead, he was determined to minister to as many people as he could in prison. And, and this helps us keep a good attitude. If we'll keep focused on ministering to people and keep our focus on what God wants us to do for others, yes. that will help us keep a great attitude, mm-hmm. a joyful attitude. As a matter of fact, Paul uses the word rejoice 10 times in the book of Philippians, mm-hmm. which he wrote from prison. <laughs> That'd be difficult. It would be. That'd be (laughs) challenging. I mean, I'd have to be working on that when I'm afraid myself. He saw the circumstances through God's eyes, Mm. and from the point of view, from that point of view... Through God's eyes, his attitude was shaped, and it involved writing letters to the churches that he had established. And here's a couple of others, uh, Pastor Jamie, uh, people who were in terrible circumstances but did great things. Uh, John Bunyan wrote the great Christian classic Pilgrim's Progress when he was in prison. Mm. Beethoven wrote his greatest masterpieces after he became deaf. yeah so these are guys who kept a great attitude so now change your attitude here's the way we're going to change our attitude you can change your attitude by reading god's word because it will change your point of view Mm. and it what it does is you you, it allows you to see life from god's point of view that's good instead of your own point of view Uh and if you see life from your own point of view you're going to end up being discouraged and disappointed in life. But if you see it from God's point of view, Mm -hmm. you will experience more love and more joy and more peace even though you're going through tough times. Yes. Because you can see what's happening from God's point of view Mm -hmm. instead of your own. So you're going to change your attitude. One way to do it is by reading God's word. Another way to do it, Pastor Jamie, is by praying, because praying allows us, again, to see things through God's eyes instead of our own eyes. So, And then another way to change your attitude, and I really love this one, you can change your attitude by helping the Poor or someone less fortunate than Ooh, you are. That's good, and you'll appreciate this story, Pastor Jamie. I know because you you've been to Africa on some mission trips. So this little story I'm going to tell is a, about a man who lived here in America who was a Christian man,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and uh, every morning as he would uh, drive to work, he had to drive through this uh, uh, neighborhood where the houses were two and three million dollar houses,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and as he did that, day after day, he got to looking at their houses and all the new cars sitting in their driveways. And he got to thinking to himself, why can't I have a better house? And why am I driving this old car? And look, they all got new, three or four new BMWs sitting in their driveway. Yes. And so he really developed a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. But his church, Pastor Jamie, invited him to go on a missions trip to Africa, and he went. And while he was on this missions trip in Africa, he saw these people who had much less than he did. Mm -hmm. As you well know, not hardly any of them have cars over there to drive in the first place. And they certainly don't live in houses like we have here. Mm -hmm. And and God began to speak to him and get to him. And here's the final thing that God used, Pastor Jamie. He saw a little boy over there playing with a bicycle rim. Mm. And that little boy was just as happy as he could be playing with that bicycle rim. And that broke him. See, he realized how Mm. blessed he was with the car he had and the house he lived in. And and here's what can make us have a really bad attitude pastor Jamie is what this man was doing he realized that he was comparing himself to others as he mm-hmm. drove through that neighborhood. And the scripture teaches us not to compare ourselves mm-hmm. to others. Second Corinthians ten twelve says, But they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. He lost the right point of view mm-hmm. as he was comparing himself to others. And this verse is clear about not doing that. See, comparison will destroy gratefulness in our lives. And once that's destroyed, we'll have a bad attitude. Ooh. Comparison is the thief of joy. Oh, that's good. Say that again, Pastor Ron. Comparison is the thief of joy. Ooh. It will steal your joy and destroy your attitude every time. But when you live in the Bible and what the Bible says, you live in the supernatural. And that gives you hope. In Mark 9, 23, Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. This is the point of view that we want to keep, Uh is that God can do all things. If I live with this mindset, I will have a good attitude. When a problem comes in contact with a person who has a faith-filled attitude, Uh Wonderful things will happen. <laughs> Miracles will happen. And, and I'll show you this in the scripture, 2 Kings 4.18. And this is about the Shunammite woman, Pastor James. You know, she had a son and her son died. Mm-mm. And really, everybody around her said, well, let's, we just need to have the funeral, you know, because uh-huh. this, is, this is the end. But the Shunammite woman, she kept her faith. And faith will take you to impossible places. Faith will allow you to see things from God's point of view. And that's the way the Shunammite woman Mm -hmm. saw it. She didn't see it as the end. She saw it as an opportunity for God to do something. Mm -hmm. So in 2 Kings 4.25, she went to the man of God who was Elijah. And she kept a good attitude. She wanted the man of God to come and pray for her son. And the man of God did come and prayed for her son who had been dead for hours and her son came back to life. Mm. That's what happens when we keep a good attitude. Yes. No matter what the circumstances are, if we keep a good attitude, God can do wonderful things. So I want to say this morning, Pastor Jamie, your attitude is a difference maker. Yes. It can make a difference. There are obstacles that keep us from having a good attitude. And the, one of the Trojan horses that kills our attitude is discouragement. Mm. If you let discouragement get inside of you, it can conquer you from the inside out. So let me say this a little bit differently, Pastor Jamie. If the ship is in the water, everything's okay. Mm. But if the water is in the ship... Mm. There's a problem. Yes. So if, if discouragement good. gets inside of us, that will knock us down. Now, from time to time, we're going to all be discouraged. Mm-hmm. We know that Elijah was a discouraged man yeah. for a while. But he let God speak to him, mm-hmm. and that, again, changed his attitude. Yes.
0: You know, I like that that, how you said that about the ship. Because, you know, the only way you can get out that discouragement is sometimes you just need to get a bucket. That is so true. And start dipping the water out of the ship. <laughs> that is so get, the, true. get the water out of your
1: insides. <laughs> that is so true, Pastor Jamie. You need to get the bucket. You need to dip out the water. Yes. You need to you need to open the Bible and read it. Uh, a few weeks ago on a podcast, I know we said that there's only two times to read the Bible when you feel like it and when you don't. Yes. And and this really will do that for you. But yes. you've got to get that bucket and dip it out. Yes. You know, it's it's gotta go out, you know. So so feel your mind with the scriptures. This will help you keep a good attitude. Scriptures like Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Luke one thirty seven, where it says, with God nothing is impossible. And here's one of my favorite ones, Pastor Jamie, that I use a lot when I find myself discouraged. I simply turn to Hebrews 11 verse 33. And here's what it says, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, Mm -hmm. stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of farce. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong. Waxed valiant in fight. Turned to fly the armies of the aliens. Listen to this one: Women receive their dead race alive again. Now, mm-hmm. if you read that. I mean that'll change your attitude. That'll get some. That'll get some water out of your ship if you read that. And I love Psalms thirty-four, four through seven. He says, "I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all of my fears." And it says, "They looked unto Him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed." This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Listen at this one: the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear Him and deliver them. I want to say to our listeners this morning, no matter what circumstance you're in, the angels of the Lord mm. are encamped round about That's you. Good. God is on your side today. Believe that. Another great way to overcome discouragement, Pastor Jamie, that I've uh, used through the years is by reading biographies. Now, I don't want our listeners to think I'm suggesting great big long books to read. There's a guy named Basil Miller. B A S I L is his first name. Basil Miller, and he's written some great biographies about George Mueller, Charles Finney, mm-hmm. William Carey, and others. And these are short biographies, Pastor Jamie, only about 150 pages long. You can read them probably in a couple of hours, but uh, they're so encouraging. Man, yes. they will encourage you so much, and and so these are some ways you can keep yourself encouraged. And then the other thing, if you're just really discouraged and having a hard time making it, you know, just find a Christian friend and share yes. it with them. Talk to them about it and let them pray with you, yes. and, and it will help you. And and because you want to keep a good attitude, and so Pastor Jamie, I want to read Romans eight and thirty seven, and remind our listeners of this in all these things mm-hmm. we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. That's good. If I focus on that, <laughs> it keeps my attitude in a good place. So so Pastor Jamie, would you pray for our listeners this Ye- morning?
0: Yes, I will. I just I want to share this. How do I change my attitude? You know, just listening to your your wisdom and knowledge of how to change my attitude. One point stud, stuck out in me and that was the uh seeing your situation through God's eyes. Yes. And and it reminded me of a story, and I want to share this story about a young uh, child that went to work with his dad. And his dad worked in a huge building. And in that building, he had his briefcase, and he's walking into the building. He goes to the elevator, and he has his son on one side by the hand and his briefcase in the other. They enter the Uh, elevator and as they enter the elevator all of a sudden every floor that they would come to people would get on and the more people that got on the elevator the more uncomfortable the little boy got and all of a sudden he looked up at his dad and raised his arms up and his dad looked at him and could tell he was uncomfortable. And that's the way we are when we have a bad attitude. Yes. We become uncomfortable. Yes. And so we're reaching out for something. And we need to reach out to our father. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what the son did is he reached out to his father. His father reached down, picked him up, and he was more comfortable because he could see what his daddy could see. Oh, that's good. And so today I just feel like somebody needs to just reach up their arms to the father and let God reach down and pick you up so that you can see what the father sees amen because the moment you see that what God sees it'll take away all that discouragement it'll take it'll change your attitude yes and so i just wanted to encourage somebody today just lift up your arms and let the father pick you up because He's got greater plans for you. Yes. He's got greater plans for you. Just like what Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I know the plans. See, he already knows your tomorrow. Yes. He knows your plans, plans to give you hope. And, and for your future, yes, so
1: I, I just want to encourage you today. Do you do you have something else you want to share, Pastor? I love that story because that's really what we're talking about. It, it reminds me of Hebrews twelve too, where you know the Bible says, "Looking unto Jesus." Mm. That's where I want to keep my eyes Ooh. is looking unto Jesus. You know, Pastor Jamie. One other thing I think about here. A lot of our listeners know that on an airplane there is a altitude mm-hmm. gauge. Tells them how high they are in the sky. Yes. But What a lot of people don't know is that literally on an airplane, there's an attitude gauge. Ooh. yes there is there are attitude gauges on airplanes and that tells the pilot if the nose is pointed up toward the sky or down toward the earth Ooh. <laughs> so that tells the pilot are we going up because we don't want to go too far down yes. or bad things are going to happen yes <laughs> so uh looking unto Jesus that keeps yes. our that keeps us pointed up and that's that's that if we're looking up to Jesus we'll have a good attitude
0: that's good that is good well let's pray for for our listeners yes. today. God, I just come boldly before your throne. God, maybe there's somebody that that their attitude needs to be changed, Lord, that things aren't working the way they need to work, but God, let them have an attitude adjustment today, God. Let them see that yes. gauge that, that Pastor Ron was talking about in that plane. Let them see whether it's going up or whether it's going down. And God, I pray that you give our listeners strength, God, yes. in the name of Jesus. I pray you empower them with the anointing of God to be, over, yes. be able to overcome a bad attitude, Amen. God. Yes. Let them be able to see things like you see them, yes. God. Yes. And I pray right now over our listeners that you will just release your power. God, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. Lord, loose your Holy Spirit upon their life today. And God, we give you the glory and we give you the honor and praise for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Ron, uh, for answering this question, How Do I Change My Attitude? We want you to be blessed. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast, and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com and follow us on all our social media. We want you to be blessed.